All right, good morning, everyone. Shalom to you. Um, Dr. Larry is going to continue the message, well, the series, talking about the purpose of family. And I was sharing earlier that um, I, it has been a tremendous blessing to be able to see him just develop our family, speak life into our family. Um, I was sharing how our 12-year-old, he, how he's able, and our 16-year-old is able to ask certain questions. And I was like, man, what would that have been like if I were able to get those type of answers from my dad? You know, because my dad, he wasn't saved. Um, but I am, uh, I just want to count it a privilege and an honor. Don't take it for granted, Dr. Larry, for what you do. And thank you for being a husband, father. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you cry this morning. Mm-hmm. You wanna flood us out with those eyes? No, no you don't sing that song. I'm good. <laughs> okay. Which one? Uh, I remember mama. Yeah. Okay, no, you want no. me to sing it? Nope. <clears throat> and nope. Okay. Okay, so I just wanted to uh, say that we just love on you. We appreciate you for what you're doing. And if, it, if there's anyone who could teach on uh, family, you have that a family anointing. I have that anointing, and I'm appreciative of you. Okay. One I'm appreciative of you too. All right. I'm gonna show you. All right. All right. Oh, show, show me a little later. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> okay. So um, we, we're excited. Father, we thank you for your word. Holy Spirit, uh, speak your word to clarity, accuracy, like you always do. I thank you now for the pre-cultivation of our hearts. You have prepared us to receive what you have for us. We bless your name now for the authority that we have over the power of the air. And we use our authority to dominate the power of the air through the media stream, the vehicle that carries your word to the hearts of all of those that are viewing by television broadcasts and through media platforms, we give you praise in advance. There will be no hindrance or no distractions in the delivery. Those that are here have gathered together. We have gathered to be in your face and your presence collectively as a, a body of ambassadors who have made a decision to uh, fulfill the call that you have on our life. Now, Holy Spirit, teach, preach through me. Make uh, your word so clear that no one will miss it. Bring the supernatural recall of your word in our lives. Solidify it in our hearts. Yeshua, confirm your word like you said you would do with powerful miracles and signs following. And we praise you for it now. Amen. Okay, so we're going to get, this is, uh, we're in a series. And we have taught, fight, you know, the Fight for the Family series. Uh, you know, everything that's fitting in, in there, we've been teaching this for years and years and years because family is something you never stop teaching on. Anytime you find a precept and the family, uh, when you look at the source of family, it's a precept. The general idea is a precept. And a precept is a what? Beginning, thought, or idea, right? And now precepts are unchangeable. So families are what? Unchangeable. The idea that Elohim had when he instituted the family in the earth, when he breathed life into those physical bodies in the earth, the idea that he had has not changed. Now, you look at the earth and look at the nation that we live in, you always have to look at things through two ways. And that is, we're dealing with, there is the kingdom government, which is deposited within the ambassadors, who are on assignment in the earth to colonize the earth and make the earth just like heaven, and you have man's government. Whether it's democracy, the republic, communism, whatever it may be, it's still man's government. Now, relative to family, man's government has its own definition of what a family is. 
and uh, according to the laws that have been passed, the original idea that at one time man's government and people in the earth respected has changed. The kingdom concept of family, I mean precept of family, never have changed. So the precept is the original idea, and we agree as ambassadors with the original idea, and when we do that, that become our what? Concepts, right? And concepts by law always produce what? Convictions in our what? Belief system or in our faith. See, being convicted is the same as having faith, a belief system. Faith isn't just one word or confession. Faith is a system that's in us, and our belief system is the most powerful force that resides in us. You're catching this. It's very important we understand that. So when we look at things and look at laws being passed, look at this, look at that, you know, I fought and hollered too, you know, I didn't know any better. Uh, now to understand uh, more about the precepts of the kingdom, I can clearly see that the government in America is not the government of the kingdom. It's the government of man. The government of the kingdom, everything is centered on the whose will? The king's will, right? Now, democracy is centered on who will? The people will. Democrata, come from the Greek word democrata. Actually, democracy was a Greek idea, Greek uh, thought that the Romans put into law and used it in established government. You understand? All right. So now we can see that the government of the kingdom, and I know you're praying and, and doing this and doing that, but the government of the kingdom can never integrate with another government. It always take over. Just like yeast, the government of the kingdom is styled as yeast. And what does yeast do? Yeast affects 100% whatever it touches. It changed the form and it expanded, right? All right, so the kingdom, the scripture said, the kingdom of heaven is like yeast. It takes over. You catching it? So now we have, in America, uh, who one time at least acknowledged the kingdom precept, or they had the concepts of the kingdom precept relative to family, but now laws have been uh, 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 passed to change that. So our government no longer acknowledges a kingdom family or a kingdom-centered, kingdom-sourced family. Am I correct? Let's look at it. The original idea of family, and we have to look, when we talk about family, we have to look at purpose. If you want to know something, you got to find out why it's there and what it's supposed to be doing. Now, you look at the original idea relative even to marriage. Marriage was never designed for two people who fell in love. It never was. That's, that's, not, that's not his idea. If you look at the idea, the Elohim went into Adam, in which he is the source of all humankind, went into his body, pulled out a rib. It was a rib because within the rib, all the stem cells are in there to actually clone another human body. Pulled out that rib and made a what? A wound man or a female or the original say Isha. Isha is what come from the man. Okay. Now, the reason that he made her female was for the purpose of what? To reproduce and have other human beings 
multiplied in the earth, right? You never see that he brought uh, Hava, uh, uh, translated Eve, to Adam because he needed somebody to love him. He didn't need that. He needed somebody to expand him. You catching it? So when you look at the original idea for marriage, the original idea is for the purpose of reproduction. So you take that kingdom concept when you receive it of marriage, then it's easy, it's easy not to get tangled up, tied up, tricked, and deceived in thinking that two men can reproduce and fit the original idea of the kingdom precept of marriage. Two men cannot produce. Two women cannot produce. Naturally, by the laws that was placed in human beings by the creator, that is, for a male sperm cell to enter into the womb of a woman, go in that egg, and produce a baby, right? Ultimately a human being, right? Any other way is not by the creator's design and plan. I know they're doing stuff. They've been cloning animals and people. They're just not telling you about it. And, uh, you know, two men will get together and go and adopt some children. That's not, that's not the original idea. You catching it? So that means that that cannot fit with the what? Kingdom. You getting it now? Precept or general uh, beginning idea of what marriage is and what marriage, why marriage was instituted from Jump Street. You seeing it now? So now laws have been passed that said a man can marry a man. A woman can marry a woman. Every time a law is passed, you know, in the natural government, then that's an indicator and should tell us that this is not the kingdom government. You have ambassadors who are being governed by that uh, uh, secular government based on citizenship. At the same time, we have a higher government that govern us. And the higher government, which is the kingdom government, take priority over all other, other governing principles in the earth and with the government that we are part of. And that's why Messiah called Acts chapter 5, the scripture said <clears throat> that the early ambassador said, we rather obey Elohim than obey man. You seeing it? Okay, because now I'm telling you now, a lot of churches, they are submitting to same-sex marriage. They are approving it, ordaining it. A lot of people hearing me and listening to me right now, you said God love everybody. The parrots know that. The beagle hounds know that. The coon hounds know that. Every created being know that Elohim loved them. That doesn't mean that you're going to spend eternity with him. The question is, do you love him? And if we love him, in Yokanong John 14, Yeshua said, if you love me, you will do what I commanded you, not ask, what I commanded you to do, if you do. You seeing it? So as we uh, go back into uh, the purpose of family, we got to understand those unchangeable precepts and those concepts we have in us, when they're challenged, then you have a reference point to go back to and say, listen, now you better understand when I be saying this right here. That's you. I have no problem with that. I got a problem with that if you say that you're an ambassador and a citizen of the government, the kingdom government of heaven, if you say you can do that and do this and do this, and you still going to hell in a way. That's why I got the problem. You seeing it now? And we should look at people differently and quit putting people in heaven, quit making them be saved. 
A person's lifestyle will tell you whether they're saved or not. Citizens of heaven live like citizens of heaven governed by the laws, the rules, the precepts of what? Heaven, right? Okay? All right. So all this redefining stuff, don't, don't, don't lose your feathers, you know, and then and, and don't, you know, keep your pants up, you know, and tie, keep your shoes tied. More is coming. I heard the Holy Spirit clearly uh, say this morning, he said, more is coming. See, anytime the word, the word would always precede whatever event is about to take place, just like you give a baby prenatal care, so the ambassadors are already be up on the game. We already know what's coming. You understand? So that'll help us be better prepare ourselves to give an answer in due season, and that'll encourage us to continue to stand on what we're standing on. More laws are coming, and I'm going to go into in-depth teaching uh, on the meaning of the year of five seven eight zero and eight one it's the year of the teaching education and laws being passed and things of this nature and when you look at i'm also going to give you the meaning of the year 2020. no numbers have meaning i don't care what the setting is now we don't, we're not governed by the gregorian calendar that the the bishop uh uh the roman catholic pope george gregory started we uh, govern ourselves by the calendar in the scriptures just like you got two governments, right? Where you got two calendars. You have holidays and you have holy days. So we got to uh, understand how important it is for us to begin to discern the difference between the governments, the difference between the rules and the laws that's out here that's governing our life. We need to, we need to catch this because it's, it's in integrated. The kingdom, you never can integrate the kingdom government with nothing. Okay. Y'all look pretty sharp. Where am I going? So let's, uh, we, uh, we, went, we went over some things uh, last uh, week, but I want to start right here, you know, because uh, I get tied up again. So we're going to start here on the family is the what? The family is, the, now we went over last teaching about the uh, original uh, kingdom precepts and concepts relative to family colonization, the purpose of family. You never stop talking about purpose. So we know now that even based on that precept of reproduction, manifestation in the image and likeness of Elohim, we are to reproduce other human beings like that. We know that. All right. So what was his big idea with the beginning idea of having family in the earth? See, actually, families are the source of nations. See, you, we looking at our, our families but we're not understanding that our families are actually nations. See, every male, uh, father, male, father, male, man, father, male, man, created and birthed, designed by Elohim, uh, you are a male, you're going to grow into being a, a man and develop into being a father, but actually all of that is in you the day that you were born. And we're not becoming, we are already what we're supposed to do. The Father always finished everything at the beginning and then started. So we're on the road to uh, go through a process that will develop us into what we have already been created to be. See, that's why a lot of men are having problems, because you, you don't know your purpose. And you, you're self-abusing. It's self-abuse. And wild and crazy and lawless, because you don't know actually what your purpose is. Once you find out what your purpose is, joy always come with it. I mean, you're always consistent. 
Yeah, I mean, you don't need stuff to make it happen, things to make it happen. It's good to have them, but whether you have them or not, you're the same. And another word for being the same is what? Integrity. And another word for integrity is an expression of holiness. You catching it? All right. So when you look at a, a, a man, when you look at one, you're looking at a nation. When you look at yourself in the mirror, stop looking at you and your car and your house and your game and stuff like that and remind yourself that nations come forth from me. Okay? All right, so let's look. Uh, families are the concept, I mean the source of nations. Now let's, let's go back to the first, go back to the beginning. A truth is always original, and if you don't go back to the original, you don't have truth. You catching it? Everybody got the truth. Is it the original? If it's not the original, it's not the truth. And we study, wash down truth all the time by studying translations. We study what some man said his word meant and not validate. And that's how uh, the enemy was able to brainwash many people with religion because he took man translations of original truth and people accepted it, put in the category of religion. This, this is the infallible word of God. I say these are translations of the scriptures of Elohim, and they have been manipulated, just to be tell the truth about it. So the father is a what? Source of family and what? Nation. See, expand. You remember when he told Abram, he changed Abram to Abraham, and he said, you are the father of what many, what? Nations. He didn't tell Sarah that she was a mother of many nations. He told Abraham that he was a father of many nations, because the father is the what? Source. And the, the father never ever deviate away from the source. The source still hasn't changed. He went back to the source and made another man with a womb. Did he not? All right. And from that point on, the law of procreation was uh, activated. And through the, them coming together, other mankind came into the earth. Okay. All right, so the word father is what? Ab. You see that? Ab. The first letter words of the Hebrew alphabet spell father. Aleph, bet. And you break those letters down. Aleph is spelled Aleph Lamed Pei. And you'll see that that's the father and the, the authority and the power of the father's pay word. You see? And then Bet or Bet is spelled Bet U uh, Tab. So Bet is the pattern that's on the inside or the family that's on inside, but not just the family inside, it also consists of the covenant power that the family is going to live by. How the family functions is based on that top, that covenant on the inside that was put there by the creator when he created us. You seeing it? I left, and then you, got, you have the leader of the family, but yet pattern, family, uh, I left, leader of a family or community, so we can see now that when you look at that in its contextual setting, then Father is not just a source, but it reveals the source of the manifestation of the Father travels through his word. And that's going to take us into this next word, which is the Hebrew word for family, is, which is uh, mishpachia. Now remember, remember I said that things manifest through what? His word that his covenant power is in him, he release it out of him, and whatever he say manifests. Now, the Hebrew word for family is mispachia, 
And it's interesting, and I want you to note this, if you haven't already noted it, that the word for the root word for anoint or anointing is in that word family. And anointing is the what? The manifested presence of the Father. He released his presence, presence through his what? His word. He and his word are one. You want the anointing, you're actually saying, I simply want the word to be manifested in my life. And that's up to you whether that happened or not. So you look at the spelling, you got the shin, uh, that root word is shin head high. And y'all see it right here. Shin head high, that's uh, Mashiach, or that's the root word for anointing or anoint. Anointing fall on me. And that's one of the key words, the base of the family structure and the family function is the what? The anointing. What is the anointing? The manifestation of the presence of the Father in earth. Yeshua said, your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Your anointing, your presence manifests in the earth and don't change from the presence that's in heaven. You seeing it? All right, so now let's look at how we get this spoken word or how or did he release his word? Uh, show me in the scripture where he released his word, uh, his anointing through his word on the family. Where is right there? The, you see that word pay? That's a Hebrew olive, uh, olive bed word letter pay. And pay is the third spelling in the word aleph. Remember olive lamed pay? To speak. So you can see easily that the father power of his word was released. His anointing through the power of his word, is what you call family. So when you look at his general idea for family, and you look at family, family is a manifestation of the power as, as relating to the power of his word being released, and when his word is released, his presence is released. So all I got to do is ask myself this question, is my family or the idea I have concerning family, the concepts I have concerning family, is a result of his word being released in me? is a result of his word being released in my family. So you know he don't release his word on anything that's defined against the order of creation, such as a man with a man and a woman with a woman. It's, it's easy. No hate at all. Only knowledge. Y'all catching it? Okay. So you can see now, when we say family, every time you say family, you're saying this is a manifestation of the presence of the Father, ordained by his word. So, Father, help my family. Actually, your family don't need the help. We need the help. In the eyes of the Father, family haven't changed. In Malachi called Malachi, he said, I am Yahweh and I don't change. Y'all change. You redefine what I've already defined. You change what I've already given you. You add to what I've already started. You say it doesn't matter in areas. I say it does matter, and you have your own way of doing things based on the barber shop and beauty shop excuses. Let's move on here. So let's look at, uh, we see the word source, father source, and also we see the original meaning for the word family now, right? Okay, so when we fighting for the family, we fighting for the word and the presence of the father to be in our lives, that we can produce the nation that he won't own the earth. His intent is to have one nation. I know you got many nations, but his original idea is to have one nation on the earth. And you know what? Uh, after all this is completed and this process, went through this process, you know what's going to be on the earth? One nation. 
one Father, one Lord, one Holy Spirit is going to be just like he said it would be and his original purpose is going to be fulfilled. Never forget that. All right, so let's look at the first father, first source is Adam, right? Adam. So in Barashit 2.15, um, we can look at it real quick, but I got the spelling for the word Adam, Olive, Dolet, Mim, and uh, I'm not going to go into it, but it's actually, it's a root word in there for blood. Dolet, Mim is the root word for blood. Aleph is the what? Father of the first what? Blood. So Adam, the source, the original uh, source on the earth, is the father's first blood on earth, created blood on the earth. Y'all catching it? All right, so let's look at uh, Barashi, called Genesis 1, 2, and 15. Now when we see this, we look at it differently. Oh, I know Genesis, I know that. Uh-uh, no, no. If we get this down, see, Barashi is going to contain a lot of the original precepts and ideals when everything started. So he, the scripture says, uh, Yehovah Elohim took Adam, that word man is Adam, put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Now, he put who there in the garden? He put the male man or the father source, who was to be the what? Source of what? All nations. Y'all catch it? Look at Messiah, Acts 17 and 26. From one man, from one who? That word man actually is making reference back to Barashi 2.15, Adam. From one man, he made all nations. Now, some translation add in blood, but it's not, it's not the original concept. He made all nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. Now, when you look at this, you see a plurality of nations, don't you? if you base it on that word nations, plural, but actually that word nations should be family. Because you have a plurality of families making up one family. You have a plurality of nations making up one nation. Actually, every family represents nation or nationality or ethnicity. We try to classify it into different physical uh, characteristics and you know, black, white, brown, all that stuff. That never was in the plan. Never was in the plan. And you know what? Uh, the religious church system can't accomplish that. I don't care how much y'all mix up and worship on Sunday. It's not accomplishing that because you're trying to integrate a de democratic uh, idea into a spiritual design, and it's not going to work. Because you go to the bottom of it, and you'll find a lot of error in that. Ain't, ain't no hate. I'm just all about truth. Okay? All right, let's move on. Now let's look at Abraham. So Adam, he put the male man in the garden is the place. See, the garden of Eden is a place in a place. You understand? Eden is a place. Eden, the whole continent of Africa, if you look at some of your maps, you can see where things broke up. It's like you can put the puzzle back together. Because when the floods came on the earth, a lot of separation was done also. You know, land was divided and things like, a lot of stuff happened we still don't know about. But what's called Africa actually was called Akabulum. The original name is Eden. So eastward in Eden or Africa, Akabulum, Africa, he put a place there. That's the word garden. It means to border off 
or to set aside a particular area for a unique purpose, for the purpose of cultivating what seed to grow into a certain tree or crop or fruit, right? Right? So in this case, this place that was in the place was the place that the source father, Adam, was to start human beings in the earth and reproduce them in the image and likeness of Elohim and spread out in the earth. So let's look at Adam. I mean, uh, Abraham. So Bereshit 17 and 5. And you see Abraham, see how his name spelled? What are the first two letters in his word? Abraham, what, do they, what, what, what letter word you see there? I mean, what word do you see there? Father. You don't see it in English, do you? I said, do you? And actually, he's saying this father and the rest mean what? Prince, governor, or ruler. And then he got a revelation, high mean to reveal, but it actually means to reveal what's in heaven on earth. And then he got the mem to know spiritual authority, powerful spiritual authority, or the power of the spirit of life, but it hadn't been revealed. So anytime you see the mem on the end, he is telling us, that is a secret that's in here that's being revealed. The secret is a revelation of heaven of a father source for a nation to be manifested on the earth because he told Abraham, you're the father of what? Many nations. Did he not? So he said, no longer will you be called Abram, but your name will be called Abraham. For I have made you a what? Uh, Abraham didn't have no children. <laughs> you seeing it? So at the beginning... The source, Father, was told at the beginning what would happen in the end, and then he put him on the road to complete it because he had no children. He said, I made you a father of many nations. And then Galatium, Galatium, called Galatians, uh, the scriptures foresaw that El would justify the Gentiles by faith and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. Now, it, did he announce to him that Yeshua was going on the cross and shed his blood? That's the gospel of salvation. What gospel did he announce to him? The Hebrew word basar is the word for gospel, and you find in Isaiah, Yahshua Yahu, uh, 61, when he said, Yeshua said, that the spirit of Elohim is upon me, for he has anointed me to preach good news. That word good news is the word that's uh, uh, translated to gospel. Gospel, the word gospel is not an original word that did not come from the Hebrew text. It was a word that came from a Greek text. It simply said, good news, basar. So he announced in advance and told Abraham the good news that what? I'm going to restore this earth back to like I had it by restoring the people in the earth back to like I had them in the beginning and one nation going to be on earth. And guess what? I'm going to use you as a source to start all this. Y'all catching it? Now, you have to think this way. Uh, Adam, you got the first Adam and the last Adam, right? Actually, the last Adam was the blueprint for the first one. So when he spoke to Abram here, actually, when he spoke and told Abraham that he would be the father of men and nations, the source of, of men and nations, and we know that Adam is the original father, he was hiding, or let me put it like this way, the last Adam was hid in Abraham's promise. The promise that father gave to Abraham, the last Adam was hid in that promise. Because you're going to see in Galatians that the last Adam is the one that he was making reference to when he told him by his seed. You understand? 
So that was my first question. I, Wait a minute, now you're sure it's the last Adam? How did Abraham get in between here? You got the first Adam, you got the last, and where you come from? And the Holy Spirit said, yeah, because Yeshua was in Abraham. He was the seed that I spoke about that would come from Abraham. Y'all seeing it now? But the last Adam, who was actually the first Adam, the original that the first Adam was blueprinted after, had to get from heaven into the earth in order to do that, it had to come through a source in the earth. All right? So he says that, uh, we'll justify, okay, and announce the gospel in advance to Abraham. All nations will be blessed through you. Why did he choose Abraham? Why did he choose him? And then that same book you read, he'll say, he didn't say to seize as many, but he said to seed as one, talking about the seed, the Messiah, the anointed. See, when he said, I multiply your seed, he was not talking about people. He was talking about the anointing or Yeshua, the Messiah. Yeshua, the Messiah, is the seed of Abraham. He is the last Adam, and all nations are blessed through who? Yeshua. Abraham didn't die on the cross or nothing. You seeing it? All nations. Read Galatians. I don't have time to go there. But he said, if you are the seed of Abraham, that what he was saying, you are the seed of Messiah. He said seed as singular, not, go there, because y'all are looking at me. Slow down, Pastor, I got you. Go to Galatians. Well, we had three now. <clears throat> we had three now, right? We in three, right? <clears throat> okay. Let's stay in three. Let's go to 3 and 29. You see it? Wait, this, there's another one that I want to get. We got 29. And look at, look at 19. Ooh, 16. Okay, 16 says, the promises were spoken to Abraham and to his what? Seed. Scripture did not say and to seeds, meaning many people, but and to your what? Seed, meaning what? One person who is what? Yeshua, Messiah. You seeing it now? So the seed that all nations would be blessed through was the last Adam that was promised. So when he spoke to Abraham, he was telling Abraham, I'm going to come through your lineage. And I'm going to be the one who is going to restore everybody back to the right position of righteousness, give them dominion back so that they can be a nation that I designed to be at first in the earth. So all that was right, right smack in there, was it not? Yes. Somebody say yes. All right. So. Let's keep moving. Now, why did he choose Abraham? Here we go. When you see the wise, you get, you get purpose. All right. For I have chosen him, Abraham. I got it up here. I have chosen him so that he will what? So that he will what? See, see here we go for every family. And the father is the source of the communication Actually, I'm going to get to it about vision of family. See, one of the functions of a father as a king in the family 
is to govern a family with kingdom principles. Uh, make sure that the family, let me put it this way, understand the necessity it is for the family to live by kingdom rules, laws, and principles. Because we don't rule over nobody. You understand? So we're going to go over that king, prophet, priest from a kingdom concept, and you're going to see a difference in there. But I chose him so that he would direct his what? Who are his children? His children are what? His family. His children and his what? Household after who? Him. Now, a father can't direct nothing that he don't possess or understand himself. That's why I said men kind of messed up because we need, need more understanding of who we are in terms of purpose. You still are the source. You still are the one that the Holy Spirit go to to direct that family in the way that they should be going based on his word. So if anybody's studying the word and doing some praying, it need to be the what? The source. Y'all catching it? Because everything is going to flow from the source. And everything is going to manifest from the, you seeing it? Oh, I'm the man, I'm the man. Uh, what do John 20 and 1 say? Uh, uh, I know John 3.16 say, yeah, but give me something else besides that. But you the man, though. Okay. And woman, Isha, was designed to covet, to desire a righteous husband. Husband and father. That's one meaning for matzah. You'll find that in there. To desire righteousness in her husband father. To desire righteousness in her children. That's why you got more women will come and worship or, uh, you know, participate in corporate worship, or you'll find them sitting uh, and being taught. A woman would sit and get taught for hours. Men get sleep. Women be there waiting. I want to know this. I want to know that. I want to know that. What about this? Most of the questions we get come from women. Am I right? Am I right? Let me slap the table like Gino do. Because you are designed like that. That's why. Now, your first uh, desire is for your husband to be righteous. You catching it? Now, when that doesn't manifest, that is what gets you off. And you begin to accept something other than that, and then you have a life of abuse. Or you try to pastor him or teach him or correct him or mother him. And you all to this, and stick your lip out if he didn't go to prayer, or stick your lip out if he stayed home and watched football when you went to church. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. For I have chosen him so that he would direct his children and his household after him to do what? Keep the what? Keep the what? What's another word for way? Path, lifestyle, behavior, conduct, culture. To keep the culture, you understand? And when, now, when you say path and way, and a way of doing things, a way of living, what Hebrew olive bed word come to your mind? Dalet, access, pathway, behavior, way of doing things. It actually, uh, you can sum it up to culture. So he said to keep the culture which is the original assignment of every person in the earth is to colonize the earth with what? The culture of the what? Kingdom. 
So he said, I know Abraham will teach his family the kingdom concepts. I know he'll teach them my ways and not their ways. By doing what is right and what else? Just so that what? Yahweh will bring about for Abraham what he has promised. He said, I need a source that will submit to the call and fulfill the mandate in the earth to colonize the earth with the culture of heaven in his family. You understand? I need this so I can do what I promise, and what I promise will get the last Adam back here to get everybody restored to back to the right place. That's how important a father source is. A father source is necessary so that something else can happen. And if the father source in, if, isn't in position, we're getting fragments. And fragments have been accepted. You understand? And this doesn't mean, uh, Isha, uh, 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 ladies, that you have to run out and find your husband looking, because you probably won't find a father source. You're just going to find some. But because he's supposed to find you, the reason I said that. But that doesn't mean that you are not in purpose if you are not married. You still have purpose whether you're married or not. You understand? Because there are sources all around you. You catching it? And, and, and even single parent families, you never allow the enemy to talk that stupid talk to you and have you feel depressed or develop a low self-esteem within yourself because you don't have a source in your family to do what they're supposed to do. You look to the source. You understand? Which is the word. And let the word instruct you on what you need to do with that family that you have that you have been trusted with. See, he's, he's never unjust, unrighteous. So don't rush and jump up and do something. Chill out, pleaders. Just chill out. Hold your horses. And if you get yourself in position, then the Father will bring a source to you that's in position. See, the position of a source father is the anointing. See, the source of family is what? The anointing, right? So a husband, father that's not in the presence or that's not in the anointing or that's not in the word is out of position. And let's say you are in position, uh, ladies, and you go hooked to something that's out of position, you just submitted yourself to something that's not in the anointing. And you're trying to make what you got change this and it can't happen because you are out of position. If you stay in position, the source father that's in position will find your position. So that's why, you know, I be saying stuff about the way you carry yourself and how you dress. If you attracted him with your dress and your legs and your thighs and your booty and your breasts, then you out, I'm going to tell you now, you're not in position. You left the culture over there. And you're going to get something that's what? Out of position. I'm not saying don't take care of yourself. What I am saying is the world influence of fashion is sex-driven, period. If you're not sexy, you don't look good. And, and, and that's what it is. So when you go buy something to make you look sexy, you're not in position. And the righteousness that you are desiring, you're not connected with it now. 
Because if your husband, father got any sense, he's going to stay in his position and not encourage you to stay out of your position. Y'all catching this? Because when we get on fashions and music, everybody, you know, kind of look. But hey, Holy Ghost, get on fire then. He ain't scared of nobody. We need to hear this. All right. Okay, so now we see Adam, the first father, right? We see Abraham, which is a what? Abraham is a receiver of the promise of the last Adam, so his father. Now let's look at Moshiach. Let's look at another one. We're just giving you some patterns that you can go back and look at. And, and this head should be a source of family, okay? Now, Moshiach was called to lead the chosen what? We keep seeing this word nation pop up, don't we? But I'm just focused on me and my folk. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm boxed in to me and my one house and my three, four children. That's, that's, my mind is limited. I mean, your mind, not mine. I don't want to throw out of nobody. Some people's mind are just restricted in that area because you don't have a nation, nation concept. Once you get the nation concept, you will get the nation supply to make that manifest. What did Abraham get? Abraham was filthy rich. Yes, he was. He was so wealthy that everybody that came around him got rich. They got wealthy. Why? Because he had the nation concept of families or nations coming from him. And in order to do that, the father knew that he need wealth. Families need wealth. Families need money. And the world system is set up to take all the money they can from you. They, they, don't, now they just got through robbing a lot of ambassadors during Christmas. Just took your money. So what you told the kingdom government, I don't need no wealth because if you give it to me, I'm going to give it to Santa Claus. Now we see it different. Can you see the big picture now? If I'm practicing those type principles that are not based on the kingdom culture and I'm practicing some stuff man started, then I'm taking myself out of position to receive the wealth that goes with my position. What's the point of him giving it to me, and I'm going to give it to the world system? I'm going to go buy $900 worth of toys, and by next month, they're in the garbage can. I'm going to go spend $400 on the Christmas tree, and, and, and now they're down at the dump being chewed up and sold back to you in mulch. That don't sound like no kingdom concept to me. Well, it make the kids happy. No, it doesn't. It make them ignorant. And the parents are the source of ignorance being reproduced. Just like the image and likeness of the father is supposed to be reproduced, ignorance is reproduced through parents, teaching the children the same thing you were taught that was ignorant. And this 585, this whole decade that we're going into is a decade of education, so you can hear more and more teachers getting more bold, and these weak jellyback teachers, you're going to watch them being pushed to the side because you're going to have some powerful, strong, needing teachers uh, teaching the word, teaching the culture of the kingdom, whether people like it or not, whether they leave the church or not, whether they start balancing a checkbook or not, it doesn't matter. You're going to teach the word because there's accountability in terms of knowledge being given. Daniel said in the last times, and that's where we are, he said wisdom and knowledge shall be your stability. This is a whole decade of being stabilized. 
It's got to start with the family. Families got to be stable. Families are the core. That man, that woman, those boys, those girls, or uncles, they aunties, whoever they are, you are the core for a nation to come forward. And in order to do that, you need wealth. That's why we don't do the tricks and games. When everybody stand up and I'm a prophesy, give me a hundred dollars, I'm a prophesy. You got to sow into the anointing. Come on, come on, come on, come on, I'm anointing now. Come, come, come. And all this old crazy, stupid stuff. And they have no, no idea what a family function is all about. You key into that and you practice the other principles and laws of the kingdom, wealth is guaranteed, not to you, but for you to have the resources to substantiate the beginning of a nation that's going to pattern the nation. You know what? I got a hold of this. Let me see that. Okay. I got a hold of this um, when my oldest son, because um, Dr. Crockett, Word of Faith Christian Center back then, back in the 80s, I was part of the ministry. He really was strong on education. The education. I, I, I came from a ministry that was founded on teaching and learning, not hooping and hollering. That's why I'm like I am. You understand? So uh, he was strong on education, and he was telling everybody then where the educational system was going, where it is now, and it's still going. We was at a, a, um, a political installation the other day in our city, and now the leaders in the city are recognizing. They wouldn't say black, I'll say it for them that black kids in public schools are three grades behind in reading. Three. But we so cheap, though. You understand? We so cheap, we go and take them down there because it's free. They know that. They, they know that. You understand? So it's planned for our children to always be behind. It can be changed if the parents teach them to read. Hey, I know we was reading uh, C, uh, uh, what was the book? C, uh, Dick, Sally, and Jane. No, we, we, what was it, Vanessa? C, Jack, Ron? Spot? Uh, Jack, you remember Spot, the dog in the book when they had in the school? Spot, the dog, Jack, and Jane, and Jill. That, that's what that, that, that's that's the books we had in our first grade education. Wasn't. But you know what? Before I went to school, I already knew how to read. Now, mom and them can have a third grade education, chopping cotton, picking cotton. Had enough sense for to tell the older kids who knew how to read to teach the younger before they went in there because they knew it was already behind. Now, what we doing? What are we doing? What all this? What we got? What are we doing with it? Eating it, driving it, drinking it watching it, and smoking it. That's a smoke over there. I, didn't, I ain't in that group. <laughs> I ain't in that group. <laughs> it's education, y'all. And, and actually, someone mentioned this, that actually the black Americans, <laughs> you are black Native Americans, you were born here, black Americans are right at 400 years behind on the education. It was illegal for you to learn how to read and write. And this, 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 you know, wasn't too many years ago. You couldn't even, you bet not learn how to read and write. And those systems are, are there. The giveaway system always have a purpose by the designer. You understand? Okay. 
So we need to be what? Educated on. Now you see this key, this is a kingdom key. I, I know I was talking about, well anyway, what I did, I saw what the public, I, I didn't want them to go to uh, public school because of that reason. I didn't want that. You know, when nothing to do with me trying to be more than nobody. So I put off the big cars and all this and all that. And my prayer was that, okay. And then another thing he was uh, focused on was entrepreneurship, owning your own business. So my prayer was, look, Father, I want a business so I can have enough money to send my kid to a private school. And I preferred back then Christian school, if you know what I'm saying. All right. So, you know, the word Christian ain't what it need, you know, it ain't nothing like in a way. So I just use the word, okay? And you know what he did? Dave Robeson came taught, taught a biblical seminar. I remember just like it was yesterday, in 1986, Word of Faith, it was a seminar through the week. And it was on biblical economics. And he pointed out the principles in the scriptures of buying, selling, and entrepreneurship. I said, wait a minute. I can do this. I got my phone. No. I said, I can, I can, I, I, and you know what I did? I started selling books. It's called A Book of Life. This is not right, because all these white people in this book, white Jesus, white Paul, white James, and we would talk better than that. I said, well, I, I, need, I need to be in business, though. I know this. And after that seminar, I found out that the business you were supposed to be in, the gift is already in you. Then I said, well, I can do construction. I, shoot, I, I can do that. I built my, uh, ran the first crew, built first house when I was 17. House still looked good and everything, right there on 7th Street in West Memphis. I said, I can do this. So what I did, I took the gift that was in me and started doing it. An increase came. Then I walked off the job. Never looked back since then. I was able to get them in a private school. And then, you know, challenges came. After that, it was our intent to get them all in there. At least give them, you know, and my family grew. They outgrew the finance. So, <laughs> you know, and stuff happened in construction. You know when the bottom fell out. And only the rich, rich kept getting rich, richer. Everybody under that, you know, they, you know, a lot of people went bankrupt under uh, the father. Only we kept our business going. We paid the overhead because I know the father had gave me that. I wasn't giving that up. And I knew that if he gave it to me, he's going to make successful. I just need to stay in place. So you know, we was able to get some of them some years in, and just like Alicia and the board, they went out there to harden stuff like that. We got favor. Uh, this happened. You know, different things. Uh, happened so we could get them in there, but it never would have happened. You know what, if I, if I did, like most people did, say, well, I can't afford it. Well, you have to pay for that. That's too much money. I didn't have no money neither. But I read this verse right here, and I said, if you did it for him, you can do it for me. I'll raise my, I'll do it. I'll do my best to raise him up in the, in, in the instructions and the teaching of the word. Everything that's within me, I put it in there, and I was ignorant then. You understand? Still got ignorance in me. I'm working it out. You understand? So education, we got a hold of this back then. And the, but you know what I started doing? I know I'm going to share it because we're going to go off. I'm going to get back to this. What I started doing, I took the little I had and helped somebody else's child go to private school. Because Word of Faith had his own school. I helped somebody else go to school. Helped pay their tuition. You know, you don't have to, see, we think we have to just have a million dollars to start. No, you start what you got. Start sowing seed for the future. Now, I'll put on that off in the envelope. This seed is for my children's education. That's what this is for. 
The father made a way, he did it. I even had some people, well, that school ain't no better than our school. I said, well, why are you three grades behind on your reading it? Well, they do stuff, I said, I don't have them in that school because they don't do stuff. I have them in that school because of people who got that school, and, and, you know, and Breath of Life had a powerful school. We was waiting on the school. But we know what happened? Not enough financial support. See, the other families of Yafat, they'll, they'll sell 1,000 acres of the 900,000 acres of land they got free from the government and, and, and donate to their school. They understand the importance of education. When they build their school, it's, it's paid off. They build their private schools in a place yesterday, and they were saying, man, it's just, we struggle to get stuff like this. And they just got everything, just throwing it around and stuff, you know. You understand? They stuff paid for. But because the black families haven't been educated properly in the concepts of the kingdom, the kingdom precepts have no concept, we think that we need to do everything based on freeness and not sacrifice. You understand? See, they understand that all they're doing is practice of principle. And they look out for their families. When you get through, and I always say it, when you get through reading the Bible together, their families are better off than yours. And the only reason you get something is because they break you off a piece just to make you think you're getting somewhere and you're not. See, until we change as a group, as a whole, nothing is changing. I don't care how rich LeBron James or Jay-Z are. What about everybody else? What about the other 99% of the black folk? You understand? But because we got our little boxing limited vision, we just see one person and we don't see the nation. So if today, hopefully, we could at least expand my vision now. Expand our vision. Quit saying I can't afford it. It's not your, your job to pay it no way. Y'all catch this? And then Renee Holmes, I'm closing. And Renee homeschooled uh, Caleb and Israel for some years. I said, no, we're not, you know, Money not here is another way. Now I got this teacher who taught in private schools, who know what she is doing. Now I got to make sure that I get her in a position so she can put quality time. Cause when she do something, she do it. I mean, I even have to walk across the floor like this. She ended up teaching, boy. I just got just drilling them. Came <laughs> <You know? laughs> Israel on the outside, sitting. There, I got a picture sitting at this table in this Spider Man suit outside doing his homework. I said, he don't know how blessed he got it at home, you know, doing homework, drilling him, drilling him. Now, I'm, I'm in, I'm testifying now. Yisrael, because of his age, he would have had to start back. Because of his age, the other kids would have been too far ahead when they homeschooled him, taught him. He went, took that test, and the public, you know what they said? He went to Macon Hall. I, Shalom, bless y'all, appreciate you so much. He, he went to Macon Hall.